Hi, friends. <clears throat> We're doing a uh, a bonus episode. Well, a bonus part of an episode. Um, I think I I just dropped a thing into a giant pile of leaves. Unfortunately. Oh well. Um, it's it's literally uh, like a bobby pin. It would be not too far from looking for a needle in a haystack for me to try and look for that thing. Let me double check that I got. Oh, I forgot my mask inside, friends. I'm going out to the store. We're going to get some pizza. That's what's going on. Just as soon. Here we go. in the front pocket of the heavy jacket, but I don't think that we need the heavy jacket for this excursion. So let's put it in the left pocket of the light jacket. Okay. So we're going to bike over to the store. We're going to get a uh, get a frozen pizza. I better bring a backpack to put the frozen pizza in. Don't want to be ridiculous now, do we? So this is my spare backpack that I put my, um, like if I'm gonna go hang out by the river, with a friend of mine that lives by the river, then I put it all in this spare backpack, which has Bunch of cute cartoon dogs on it, which is great. Let me just set you down there. Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't, I don't want messages beeping while I'm trying to talk to you all. Let's just turn that on for one hour. Okay. Backpack. Ooh, equipped. Oof, I feel slightly silly wearing a child's backpack, but whatever. Okay, the bike is slightly buried behind junk, so uh, hold on. I'm gonna have to set you back down, folks. Um. Friends, the garage is quite a bit improved uh, since we last spoke, but it's still not in anything close to a good state. Let's see. Yeah. Got a... Uh... Yeah, and uh... Yeah, none of that's good. At least most of the time it's warm enough that we don't need to uh, use the space heater quite so much. Hmm, I don't think we have much air in these tires. 
Let's see. Oh yeah, that's not good. So let's find the bike pump. Here it is. Okay. Ooh, covered in cobwebs. It's been uh, hidden on a shelf in a uh, corner. Well, probably since last summer. Would have been the last time that I used the uh, bike. Let's see, here we go. Got our little pump. No, that doesn't sound right. Let me try the other side. There we go. Now we just have to pump up the stupid thing. This is one of those push pumps. So you just uh, you just smash it down with your foot over and over. That's better. There we go.
Alright, friends. Bike pump away. I'm gonna put you in my pocket. I hope you can still hear me. garage door. Double check that we have our mask with us and our wallet with us. Of course we know that we have the phone with us because that's how we're recording. All right off we go. Get to the intersection, take a left, carefully check behind us, cross over the street. Uh, ooh, let's get up on the sidewalk. I know a lot of bikers do not use the sidewalk, but it feels just so much safer than uh, trying to share the road with a two-ton metal vehicle. Oh, someone's got a boat. I mean, it's all wrapped up. And, uh, oh, oh, down through an intersection, back up on the sidewalk. Now, here we're getting to a portion of the walk that's, uh, much newer. This is made in the past 10 years or so, compared to the rest of the area, which is made in the 70s. Here we have a bunch of, uh, townhouses, I guess they're called. They're really, really narrow. They're two-story talls very smushed into the side narrow um, honestly it's probably a better design overall just because like most people don't use their giant yards for much so it's just a waste of space so if we reduced by a little bit the amount of yards that we had and we made houses like two stories tall instead of one story tall so that people had more uh, well, maybe they don't. I mean, I guess it'd be nice to have more space to store your stuff. Maybe not everyone needs that. But, uh, yeah, we're going through some bushes, past some parked cars. Well, not through, next to. I'm going next to some bushes. And uh, here we're getting up to the main street. You know what I didn't do, friends? I didn't put on any gloves. It's windy and cold out, and I'm biking without gloves on, which is really all my fault. There are gloves in the garage. I was thinking to myself I should pick up some gloves before I go. Did I do that? Not at all. So this is a, this is a long uh, connection street, or urban street. It doesn't really have houses on it. It connects to the suburbs that have the houses in them. So however you want to think of that sort of a connective street in your mind, think of this street. There's a bunch of spray paint all over the sidewalk. They must have surveyed something recently. Uh, it's pointing arrows everywhere about, you know, what's buried or whatever it is arrows point by. Let's see, oh, I'm passing by a friend's house. I say friend, uh, more like person I used to be friends with that I haven't talked to in a very long time, but 
you know, she's cool. We used to be in a uh, the local Homestuck group. You guys ever read Homestuck? Uh, don't read a comic called Homestuck. It's not good for you. Um, but if you did read Homestuck at the time, you could have been in the local Homestuck group. And then you could have known me and uh, Angel. Now, I'm looking at a sign up ahead. It says road work ahead. I'm not a fan. Because it's looking like I'm going to have to go... Well, maybe it's, maybe the sidewalk is unaffected. There's a bunch of, like, uh, orange trash can barrel things like they do. Maybe I'm not affected because I'm a bike on a sidewalk. Let's see. Yeah, there's no one actually in this area. I think I'm good. If they're doing construction, they're doing it not at this time. Oh, we gotta be very careful. Oh, there's not even enough space for us to pass through between a mailbox and a sign. You know a good way to uh, screw up a sidewalk? Put a big sign next to where the mailbox is instead of like two feet farther down the sidewalk. Okay, so yeah. It looks like they recently did something here, but they appear to have finished the work for the day, so I can pass on through. And, uh... Oh, they got some people. Hey! Good! Those were uh, construction traffic direction staff. You know, the signs that say slow and stop and all that. The little hand signs. Yeah, that sort of a thing. So, we're getting up to what I'll call the main intersection. This is the biggest intersection on the trip between my house and the, uh, the store. It's not too busy most of the time. Just a, uh, well, it's, it's a four-lane road in both directions, it looks like. Oh, I need the other button. Wait, wait. On the far side, there's more construction folks, but, uh, they don't look like they're going to cause me any trouble. Beep. 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 Do the signs bark like this in your, in your location, folks? I don't know. Oh, come on. Wait. I see there's like a high schooler who's got like a puppy dog who's just freaking out. Oh, he wanted to be picked up. Yeah, as soon as the kid picked up the dog, the dog was fine. All right. Okay. We're successfully through the intersection, folks. We're going past a uh, 
gas station. Some sort of a large rental truck in the area. Got an emissions testing shack, you know, that sort of a deal. Uh, ooh, oh, the, uh, the pavement here isn't perfectly smooth, so we got a few little drops and bumps that don't really disturb a car tire, but a bike tire is going to get jostled around. Going past uh, a gym. Everyone's looking pretty fit at the gym. The gym has a uh, like an entire wall that has been replaced with like a garage door. And it's just open to the air, which I think is kind of cool. Except that it's like 35 degrees out. Now that's, uh, that's 35 Fahrenheit. So you uh, Celsius people, let me just tell you, that's cold. It's not much above freezing. And so if you're in like a, a thin, tight-fitting workout outfit in this weather, you'd not be having a good time. Okay, now we're in the parking lot for the, uh, for the station. I'm going to uh, lock up the bike and go inside. I don't know if I'll say as much while I'm inside because I don't want to be seen talking to myself too much like a crazy person. But I think if I hold out my phone as though I'm on the phone, then uh, then it'll all be okay. So uh, here, first let's park the bike. Where is my key for this lock? Here we go. Oh, good. Key still works. I would have been really embarrassed if the key had not continued to work. Uh, got the little Velcro thing. Ah. There we go. And secured. Got to get my mask on, public safety and all that. Don't want to get anyone sick. You never know if you're sick. You might always be sick. Uh. All right, here we go. Store hours, 6 a.m. to midnight. Okay. Let's see. So we're here for frozen pizza. But you know what? Friends, I just can't resist going to the day-old pastry section. Because in the day-old pastry section, it could be day-old pastries. And the thing about pastries is that I'm a sucker. Absolute sucker for pastries. I love the, uh, the little fruity bits, the little flaky bits, the whole bits. They're all the, they're all the best part. Okay. You know, actually, I don't like it when people go around in a store talking on their phone. It's kind of annoying. But I think if I just whisper it to you, oh my gosh. We got apple and berry strudel, like, individual bite things. Uh, strawberry rhubarb pie is an option. Uh, we got croissants. Huh. Whoa. We got half an apple pie. 
Oh, should we get two pastries? Friends, we're going to get two pastries. This is what we're going to do. All right, I'm done, but this is what we're doing. Vegetables, dinners, potatoes. No, no. Bacon, lunch meats. No, no. Where the heck are the pizzas? This better be pizzas. Oh, there, I see pizzas. It's not in the upper side of the start of the aisle, but it's in the middle of the aisle. Oh, there's actually three pizzas times. Oh, it just says, it says, wait. It says pizza on one of the signs, but not all the signs. All right, we, what are our options? Okay, friends, we have... DiGiorno three meat stuffed crust. These are like a personal pan stuffed crust. Do we have a full-size DiGiorno stuffed crust? I don't know. Um, Red Baron, Red Baron, DiGiorno, DiGiorno rising crust. Hand-tossed. Croissant crust? Here we go. Full-size stuffed crust. Three meat DiGiorno. Two and a half feet of cheese stuffed in the crust. Um, 889? That's not bad. 889 American. Because I know we have so many international friends. are a little full. Is there anything else that we want? Um, I think this is it. We could get a uh, we could get a French bread loaf, friends. Do we want the French bread? No, there's there's rolls at home. Okay, hold on.
friends I'm back I got a uh, I got some of that candy they put at the exit you know the candy I'm talking about where they're like oh we'll just put this right near the checkout you can't hardly resist you got no willpower to resist the candy and I'm like well of course I don't have any willpower to resist the candy I'm an American you don't resist sugar you sell it to people and mostly we sell it to other Americans. But, uh, you know, what does it say about us as a nation that we're both pushers and takers of our own bullshit? I don't know. Alright. It's very good that I obtained the backpack. Because this is not a pet. Oh my gosh, it's a dog, folks. There's a hose hideaway. Oh, I think it says don't touch. Oh, rat mouth bait. Keep out of reach of children. Okay. We have a uh, unlock our bike lock. And then we want to. Connect it so it's not in the way while we're biking, naturally. And uh, put the little velcro thingy back, why not? Uh, okay, we are ready to depart. Uh, What's that they say in Japan? Itekimasyo? Though itekimasyo is the house, so it doesn't apply here. Uh, actually, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not house specific. Uh, Alright, back in the parking lot. And, uh, uh, passing a, oh, you know what, friends? Because of the way I arranged all the food in this, uh, in this backpack that I'm now wearing, the frozen pizza is now directly against my back. So, in addition to it being 35 degrees out, I'm now getting an extra special chill-out situation. So that's cool. And I mean literally cool, but maybe not so much awesome. All right. Up on the sidewalk. Here we are at the gym again. Let's, uh, let's confirm an easier a suspicion that I had earlier. Just want to double check something as we go by. Um, oh, yeah. Yep, everyone's looking good at the gym. That's certainly the case today. 
I had a suspicion earlier that everyone was looking good at the gym. But on that second pass by, I think we can confirm it, folks. Okay. Gas station. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna... <clears throat> I'm not going to take the exact same route back because I don't, I don't just want to describe all the same things in reverse. We're going to take a different route back. But first, we do have to go through the crosswalk. Okay, friends, and we've safely crossed the street. And I'm going to take a different route back just because I want to describe some different stuff to you than what we saw the first time. So, uh, well, here we got a bus stop and uh, a dance center. Enroll now. Three to four and five to seven year old classes. That's good. Okay. We got some uh, nice houses. This is a important road but we're at a less important part of it because this road goes through like the middle of downtown and connects up to the to the heart of a city but here far out on the fringe of the city we ain't got nothing all right there's a guy i'm gonna have to pass over so uh hold on folks more houses. These houses have carports. My house has a, uh, a garage rather than a carport. My aunt and uncle's house has both a carport and a garage at the same time. So that's cool. Uh, is a carport a normal term? It's like a, it's like a roof over a parking spot. Carport. Um, I only know it because, uh, like I said, my aunt and uncle have a carport, so they always use the word carport. And we got some nice split-level homes. 
This house here is employing the classic strategy of how to keep a noisy road away from your home by just building an entire hedge wall between you and the road, which is like fine. You want to have a little privacy. Oh, there's another. There's another person that we're gonna have to wait. But there's a, an entire city bus. So I wanted to pass by. Yeah, did not want that city bus going immediately past me. Now friends, I think the fact that I've had to jump past two different pedestrians and uh, there was zero pedestrians on my way out in the other path, just kind of shows how much nicer the path that I'm currently on is compared to the rest. Although this spot here is a giant bush that's in the way. I wish whoever lived in that house would clear their dead bush out of the way. It's filling up most of the sidewalk. Uh-huh. I saw a dog pooping in a yard, but you know what, friends? Uh, the dog was on a leash. I think that dog was on a walk, and that dog was pooping in someone else's yard. And uh, the woman walking the dog did not appear to have any sort of bag situation on how to pick up that poop after it pooped. So uh, I think they're just going to leave it there. Which is a cruel thing you shouldn't do. Okay. Let's see. Whoop. We got a bridge over a canal. The canal is currently empty. There is a bridge over a canal on the way there, but uh, I don't think I mentioned it. Available here, ethanol free gas. That's right, friends, it's another gas station already. We got a good number of gas stations in this area. A wide variety of corporate options. The sign here says baseball ages three to six. Ah, it's sure gotta be rough advertising for group activities, you know, lately. And uh, we are off the main road into more of the subdivision zone. So now it's pretty quiet. Oh my, sh holy shit, friends. Holy shit, we just got passed by a motorcycle and I'm on a bicycle. So basically that dude's dick has to be like five times the size of my dick. Um, it's really what I'm taking away from the situation. Um, but, Oh yeah, listen to that. Nice and quiet. Just for a second, we got a car coming. We're going to hear a car in a second. For just a moment, we had a nice quiet time. There's a park here, but uh, it doesn't look... I mean, it's the middle of the day on a Monday. There's no kids in the park, really. Another pedestrian. That one had a uh, sunglasses and big old headphones. Oh, this is a bumpy part of the sidewalk. At the edge of each 
paving stone, it kind of curves down just a tiny bit. So when you go over it on a bike, you get bumped at every single scene. Uh, I don't know if that's registering either in my voice or if you're like hearing it jostle through the phone being jostled. Because today's episode is recorded on the phone. Let's see. And that's a, uh, looks like a golden retriever being walked over there. We'll see, we've seen a good number of dogs so far. Three, that's not bad for a small outing just for pizza. Three dogs, that's a good score. Uh, and now we got to open up the garage, put this bike away. Uh, let's see. And key combination. Oh. Worked first try. Keypad's kind of old, so it doesn't always work first try. All right. Almost hit myself in the head with a broom. Whew. All right. Oof. The uh, the seat's not quite what uh, not quite the best seat for my butt. So it always feels a little awkward getting off the uh, off the bike and going back to walking. You know, like I'm told, if you ride a horse for too long, you get that awkward butt feeling. We're getting that feeling now, folks. Now I have a person working on their phone job uh, near the kitchen, so I don't want to speak too loud while we're going in and out of the kitchen. Let's have a look at the box. pie seems to have survived despite being kept on its side the whole trip. The other pastries also survived properly. And here we go. The box says step one, preheat to 400 degrees. So, um, well, we're going to do that. Hold on. dials are so old in that oven that I can barely see where they are or aren't. It was, it was like, uh, they're like black, or no, they're silver dials with black um, lettering on them. And, uh, uh, lettero, 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 uh, lettero, kun ilin. Uh, no. Uh, not Kuhn, it would be, uh, Sir. We haven't gotten that far, but it was Sir would be the uh, preposition used there. 
means uh, on on top of. Let me get. I'll be right back, folks. I'm going to set a 10 minute timer and then we'll know to go check on the preheating situation. Until then, um, well, I was, I was watching Stargate. Um, do you guys have anything else that you want to do while we wait? Hi, you see, I made it. That's a joke there because uh, you can't reply to me. So we're going to watch Stargate just as soon as I, uh, wow. as soon as I go back to putting some comfortable pants on instead of the stiff and very cold jeans that I was wearing. I mean, normally they're not that cold, but normally I'm not biking outside in 35 degree weather. <sighs> yeah, I mean, the weather's nice other than the temperature. It's a nice amount of light. It's crumpled up leaves on the ground and stuff, you know. When you're inside looking out a window at the, letter, at the, at the weather, and that's good. So, um, I don't want to cut off this adventure that we're having. I'm going to type to Skelly of the Seven Stars, uh, at SK, no, SKE. I'm making it an episode. Today's episode. Today's episode, in fact. Um... So I'm just gonna watch some Stargate, and uh, let's see. So this is uh, season season nine, episode fifteen. Ethan. Doctor Jackson and I felt there was something. Uh, the Ori. Have the names of those among us who are working for the Caledonians. The the Rand, the Ori have convinced the Rand Protectorate to build a space satellite that they're using to fight the Caledonians. Yeah. The government wants to keep using the satellite to make world war, and Daniel Jackson and uh, a person who's turned against his own government are being like, hey, maybe we shouldn't build super weapons. And he's like, oh, if you don't want to build super weapons, then you're sympathizing with the enemy. But they're pretty much in jail at this point, so uh, their their bargaining position is very low. Their ability to convince this uh, government official guy. I guess he's a general or a commander or something. Anyway, meanwhile, the rest of the heroes are in a starship. Uh, and it's got... Oh, the little windows on it are so small. This ship must have like a 50 million decks. Oh, it, they beamed something aboard the bridge. I take it this means things aren't going so well. Okay. They, be they beamed aboard the uh, the transport locker thing that Daniel Jackson was wearing, but he uh, he wasn't wearing it. They just got the little tiny doodad. Okay, now we're at the the enemy government. Oh, the satellite sees the the, the ship from Earth. We got the satellite dead to rights. We can hail him and ask for Dr. Jackson in exchange. That would not accomplish the goal of this mission. Jackson knew it might come to this. He 
told us to proceed no matter Yeah, the goal of the mission is to destroy the satellite no matter what. Thousands, possibly millions of Caledonians. Well, it's your call, Colonels. All I'm asking is that you make up your mind quickly. Sir, we're detecting a power buildup from within the satellite. Uh-oh. Turns out the satellite can shoot at them a lot faster than they thought the satellite was going to be able to shoot at them. We're being targeted. Sound general quarters. Full power forward shield generators and maintain course of speed. Okay. Are they going to shoot? If they shoot, they can't negotiate for Dan Jackson to come back. Do it. Fire! Fire! Fire missile. Uti! Alright, so they're shooting missiles? Oh, missile no joy. The 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 satellite has a really powerful defense shield. They uh their information about the satellite depended upon uh, an earlier draft. The commander is like, oh, we should fire a warning shot back. And then the evil president is like, destroy them directly. Um, Skelly says the pizza or the rat boy. Oh, shoot. I'm going to rewind it. I was typing to Skelly and that was a pretty good special effect. Okay. So they, so he, he flips a little dial on like an old timey radio. He says fire. And the guy reaches down, he flips up like a big old switch, and the satellite shoots a beam. So, so the ship is kind of like um, it's 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 long, like a like an American uh, carrier sort of is, and then it's got a, a, a sort of crown bit towards the back, and it shoots down through the front of the ship, uh, and like the beam kind of impacts the shield, and then it's sort of built up a little bit uh, at where the where the beam was hitting the shield, kind of like the energies were fighting against each other, and then a smaller portion of the beam punctured through the shield, went directly through the head of the starship, and then came out the bottom. The ship is shaking. Medics are going everywhere. How how are the unknown aliens able to get away? Or how are the unknown aliens able to get such power? They're only fighting the strongest enemy we've ever fought. Well... <clears throat> So they're scrambling. Uh, the ship is, in fact, uh, a carrier ship. So they're launching the fighters. It looks like it has six fighters. The, the weapon has a relatively low refire period. So the fighters are able to go in, and they're all able to start doing their strikes. Hmm. No use. There's, I mean, they just got to keep shooting missiles because if they don't, if they don't destroy this satellite, the battle carrier is going to be destroyed pretty much. Yeah, the first shot took out a lot of the engines and stuff, so they can barely even fly away. Here, we should get the 
Okay, so Carter's gonna go repair some of the damage connections and try and bypass to get limited sublight back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so he go, they have to go down two levels. And at first he goes towards the elevator, but she's like, oh, we can't use the elevator in a situation like this. Because you always know, in case of fire, do not use elevator. <clears throat> the fighters get out of the way. Oh, this time they don't even have any shields on the ship. And it shoots at like a weird angle. Oh no. It shot at like a slightly different angle, so instead of shooting down through the top of the ship and then puncturing out the other side really quickly, it shot almost entirely along the ship, like almost straight all the way through. Like if you hit someone, like instead of going through their body, you went down from their shoulders to their pelvis. Okay, so the reason that this country, that they're trying to oppose this country in the first place is because this country has fallen to the influence of evil Christians. And so he's like, uh, should we let them surrender? And he's like, no, we're evil Christians. We have to shoot anyone that isn't with us on our crusade. Okay. This is Carter. We need deck 15 unsealed. Unseal it if you can. Okay. If the aft power control panel is still intact, we should be able to rig the knack with a generator. So Carter and the engineer that went with her are trying to fix things. Open a channel broadcast no frequency. Okay. This is Colonel Lytle Pendergast of the Earth vessel Prometheus calling the Red Protectorate. Your attack on our vessel has severely damaged our engines and rendered our weapon systems inoperable. Oh, can't check the oven right now. Oh, he's preparing to surrender. But the evil president is gloating. What's he going to say? All right, Engineer Man is hooking up a knacker to generator. It's their fancy space generator. And Sam is saying, do the dangerous thing. Okay, so the fighters are going to try and run interference against the, spat the satellite that's destroying an entire battleship, so... Good luck to those fighters. <clears throat> okay, we're gonna pause that because we heard the timer go off, so we gotta go check on the we gotta go check on loading the pizza in. And we gotta open it up, put it on the pan. Okay. Pizza pan. Oh, here we go. Oh wait, is it? Remove pizza from freshness wrap. 
Uh, oh, it's like a plastic wrap. Right, so this particular pizza has no um, cardboard backing like some of them do. Knife cuts open the pizza a lot easier than trying to use your finger cuts. Whoa! So this is three meat, and I kind of opened it upside down, so we got little sausage bits going everywhere. Okay. Place pizza directly on center oven rack. Well, that's not going to happen. Bake 23 to 25 minutes. Friends, we might get... Friends, we're going to be able to watch not only this Stargate episode, but possibly part of the next one. Okay. So, uh, where were we? Uh, ye, the, they were just about to surrender. Our actions have been misconstrued as hostile. We are here to investigate why an emissary we sent to your planet, Dr. Daniel Jackson, is seen oh, yeah. And yet your first act upon entering our planet's space was to fire on our defense satellite. But we detected that your satellite was powering up and aiming at us, which we took to be the first act of aggression. Oh boy. We merely responded in kind. Now, we are no longer a threat to you. I have people aboard this vessel who are in need of medical attention, and I am venting atmosphere. Please, consider our request for surrender. He's trying to surrender as best he can, but uh, we all know how this is going to work dramatically. Sent this ship to attack us. I have no desire to take more lives. You tell us what we want to know. I will accept their surrender. Okay. Who else was involved in this? He's talking to Daniel Jackson. Actions are the Caledonians' plan. We're not spies. I came here to convince your people. Oh, they still want information about the Caledonians. Why would we do that? tried to explain. Who helped you gain access to the Stargate? I acted alone. You are lying. You were part of a spy network helping to supply the Caledonians. They're talking to the guy who chipped off Earth about the satellite. information because not everyone in your country agrees with what you're doing. weapon is charged. Well, please. Weapon is charged. Listen to me before you go murdering defenseless people. We are the ones defending ourselves. Your ship attacked us. Yeah, the ship attacked because they pointed a gun at it. Fully charged. Colonel Carter, I need good news now. A couple of more minutes. We don't have it, Sam. I'm sorry. It's over. Give me as much power as you can. Reroute her from the shields. And give me all functioning internal Asgard beam sensors back online. Sir? We're abandoning ship. Begin the evacuation orders. I want all personnel to beam down to the planet surface. Find me an ice open field anywhere in Caledonia. Yes, sir. Yeah, broadcast the locations of all the active sensor sites. Uh, this is the Prometheus to all Air 302s. We have begun our evacuation. Advise you get clear of the ship and meet us at the rendezvous. Oh, they're evacuating to Caledonia. Which is the country that's the enemy of the country that owns the satellite. I'll handle all the final transport commands. Everyone else is to report to the nearest beam out site. Let's go, people! That's an order! Move! Oh, man. Captain goes down with the ship. Go. If I don't finish tying this in, we'll run out of power before everyone can be beamed off. Okay. Sam has to send Engineer Man away. 
She's telling him, get to the get to the beam outside. Alright, they're getting beamed away. We must embrace our destiny. Fire the weapon. Oh. Click, click, click. The commander's the last one on board. Oh, it shot right through the core of the ship. And then the like the explosion went out to the sides. The, both the head and the tail are exploding. The ship breaks in half. And as everything explodes, the, like they cut back to the captain and he just has this look of resignation on his face. Not horror, but resignation. And the F-302s, the little fighters, they're told that they're supposed to fly down to the people that got beamed to the ground. The Earth vessel has been destroyed. Cut to Daniel Jackson's look of horror. Uh, exterior shot. This is a country, this is a planet that's recently gone through, or well, at least a country that's recently gone through a violent revolution, so the exterior shots are all sort of destroyed. Smoking. The loss of your people is regrettable. This is the commander talking the to them as they're in jail. Must know our resolve. You know full well the Caledonians would rather sacrifice themselves than submit. Oh, yeah. You'll be forced to commit genocide and destroy them. A year ago, they launched the first strike against us. They obviously had no problem with doing the same. When does it stop? Yeah, when does it stop? When do we stop killing each other over wars started by our fathers and their fathers before? This is no longer about Iran or Caledonia. Oh, it's not. We need to set aside our differences and fight them for every horror together. Goran, how long have we known each other? Please, believe what Dr. Jackson has told you about them. With my own eyes, I saw the fire bring the satellite to life merely by touching it with his staff. Neither Rand nor Caledonia have the technology capable of resisting such power. Okay. What choice do we it's have? It's a deadly space satellite. Look, I can't make you any promises, but we have already developed a machine that neutralizes the Prior's powers. Now, as far as we know, they've only been able to travel within our galaxy by use of the Stargate. I mean, you can either bury your gate, or we can teach you to build an iris system like ours. Nadal has lost all sense of reason. The Book of Origin is just one big lie meant to seduce us into meaningless worship. We can't, the aura can't go in with them evil Christians. Us. And killing in their name is not self-defense, it's murder. Oh yeah, yeah, it turns out going on a crusade isn't self-defense, did you know that? Uh, oh, so this is Caledonia, capital city. This is the country that doesn't control the Stargate on this planet. crew were recovered in Caledonian territory. There were over 115 people aboard that ship. Do you have any sort of a manifest, a list of names we can compare to those recovered? Not on, no. So where are our people? The transport arrived moments ago. Teal'c, Cameron. Sam. Okay, main character Sam Carter is right. alive. It feels good to see you alive, Colonel Carter. We've heard the worst. Where's Pendergast? Colonel Pendergast, the captain of the Our ship, went down with the ship. Extensive sweeps of the area where you appeared. No other survivors were found. 
This is Minister Chaska. Oh. The Caledonian. Okay, so only a fraction of the full crew was beamed away. I hope we can offer you and your crew some comfort here. She's pretty much up to speed on what's going on. We were, of course, praying for your success, but with the destruction of your vessel, I fear that any hope for a peaceful solution to this crisis has been lost. And you will not surrender. Our people would rather die than live under Rand rule. We will retaliate against any attack with the full forces at our disposal. All right. Okay, so we're in an underground library room. The Rand government continues to deny any knowledge of Daniel Jackson's existence. Our contacts tell us he was seen alive in the Rand command bunker during the exchange with your ship. He's not been seen since. Okay. Any progress here? Well, these satellite schematics are far more detailed than the ones Kane provided. As we saw firsthand, shields were added late in the design process. Okay. I'm still not sure what's powering it or how it was able to penetrate our Asgard design shield. But there is one bit of good news. According to this, all commands for the satellite originate from Rand's main control facility. Okay. And maintaining a shield around it's the controlled from the ground. It's a huge power drain, so it's only activated when a threat is detected. Are you saying the Prometheus was destroyed because we hesitated to fire when we dropped out of hyperspace? We hesitated out of concern for the safe return of Daniel Jackson. We also hesitated to leave once our weapons were ineffective. However, it seems that you are saying if we were to destroy the Rand control facility, the weapon itself would become vulnerable to attack. Then we could take a 302 back up there and finish the job. No, the Rand facility is part of an underground bunker complex that was strong enough to survive our last missile attack. Since then, Rand has developed an early warning radar system and anti-missile defenses. Right up. What about sabotage? You said you had people on the inside. Our agents have already made several attempts. Ha! Security is too tight for them to mount any sort of attack. The, uh... Actually, we don't have to hit the bunker itself to knock out satellite control. If we can sever the link between the facility and the weapon... Okay, I don't, I don't want to lose track of the plot here, but I just want to point out that the room that they have dressed up to be this sort of library storage room that they're all having this conversation in is clearly a repurposed bathroom from the fact that it's got like the tile on the ground and then like the tile halfway up the wall and then above that it's drywall like bathrooms have and like movie theaters and stuff. It's just a little bit silly. But anyway, so so they're gonna have to take out the enemy fortress. Even temporarily. I'm talking about an EM pulse. Even a small one detonated in the atmosphere above the facility should interfere with their ability to control the satellite. Mm. Pulse. It would disable their electronic devices. They'd be totally blind. For a short time. You possess such technology? You wouldn't have suggested it if you didn't have something in mind. Well, like most discoveries, it was a bit of an accident. After the battle with Anubis' fleet over Antarctica, small random EM fields were detected by Prometheus during the cleanup. It took us a while to figure out. Are you going to tell me that an F-302 gives off an EM pulse when it blows up? It's one of the things I was working on at Area 51. We think it has something to do with a concussive force interfering with the artificial gravity field generated by the inertial dampers. So how do we remote fly a 302 over there and blow it up? We don't have to. All we have to do is harvest the inertial dampener and rig it to one of the Caledonian missiles. What about the anti-missile defenses? We use that same 302's radar jamming technology to make your missile invisible to Rand. Still, if this okay. does not work as you're planning... So they're going to take... They have six fighters, and they're going to cannibalize one of them to make a super missile that will allow the other five fighters to destroy the satellite. 
And then the Caldonian leader is like, uh, look, if this doesn't work, we're going to be really, really screwed. And she's like, this will work. So good luck. Good luck, Sam Carter. I had to take it all back. I shouldn't have come to you. Look, right now you just have to believe there are survivors. Okay. I think that's really possible. The guy from Rand that was the initial informant is now in jail with Daniel Jackson, and he is feeling sad for himself. We can't lose focus of why we came back here in the first place. I mean, there has to be a way out of this, and I got the feeling Pernod was listening to us. Daniel. I know the history between Caledonia and Rand makes things seem impossible, but sometimes an outside perspective helps. In the past, I found the key to these types of disputes is to to get both parties on equal footing, just to, to get the process of talking with each other going again. Yeah, never give up. talking. Not until I'm dead. Do you ever give up? Not until I'm dead. That's good. And sometimes not even then. Oh, and sometimes not even then, because he's died a few times. Intelligence is reporting visual confirmation of a missile launch from Caledonia. Early warning systems detect no missile entering our airspace. One missile? So it seems. Possibly to test that. Yeah, I'm going to surrender. We are preparing to launch a preemptive first strike given the... Earth's attack on our satellite has failed. You don't know that. They still have two days until the deadline. Get me Minister Chopska. Okay. So the the Rand president uh, is freaking out. It doesn't look like they've employed countermeasures. Radar jamming is working. The timing is too coincidental. I suspect he has spies who witnessed the launch. You'll need to stall, or else they'll activate the satellite shield out of sheer paranoia. Through. President Nadal, this is Minister Chaska. Minister. Mr. President, if you're calling about the recent missile launch, please forgive me. I should have called you immediately. The launch was entirely accidental. It seems there was some confusion when new launch protocol codes were distributed recently. Obviously, the payload was detonated as soon as we realized what had happened. Needless to say, Everyone here is a little on edge as of late. But thankfully, we have ample precautions in place to prevent such an occurrence from being a serious threat. Indeed. Minister Chaska, okay. your military's incompetence does concern me. The reason I am calling is to discuss the impending deadline. Okay. Impending deadline. Our government is still in the process of debating its options. As promised, we will give you an answer by the deadline. I'm sorry the decision has not been easier for you. Hmm. We shall talk again soon. Air Command, this is Blue Leader. We are wheels up. Okay. Roger that. Package is on its way. We are 30 seconds from detonation over target. 30 seconds. monitoring base four maybe visual of an incoming missile why isn't it showing up on our radar sir satellite sensors are detecting a single small ship on approach possibly one of the earth fighters that landed in caledonia activate the missile shields okay they've activated the ground missile oh they were about to activate the shields but the EMP has gone off and it's disabled everything so I don't know how real EMPs work but I think it 
fries the material. Like, you have to just put in new equipment. I think the equipment is permanently destroyed, as I understand it. Okay. <laughs> They've got little lanterns with candles. Such a weapon could only have been given to them by okay, he brings in Daniel Jackson, he starts accusing How can we undo the Earth people of doing this. Tell me now, or I'll have you executed. Based on its speed trajectory, the Earth ship will reach the satellite in less than one minute. Do you think if the Ori were true gods, they would allow the Caledonians to do this? Look, I understand your fear of the prior and why you feel you have no choice, but there is another way out of this. What would you have me do? Let me use the radio. I can contact the ship that's about to destroy the satellite and get them to call it off. Why would you do this? Because I still believe a peaceful compromise can be reached out of all this. Okay. I'm listening. Daniel Jackson, come in, please. Whoever's flying the 302, if you can hear me, please respond. This is Daniel Jackson. Come in, please. Okay, so he's talking to Jackson, the 302. Mitchell? Yeah, you okay? For the moment, you? Well, all things considered, listen. Me and Tilk are getting ready to bag ourselves an evil Ori satellite. Uh-oh. Yeah, so glad I caught you. Listen, the Rand want to offer the Caledonians a deal. Really? Sam? Please. Daniel, this is Sam. Hey, Sam, good to hear your voice. Yours too. I'm here with Minister Chaska of the Caledonian Federation. We'd like to know what Rand is offering. In exchange for leaving the satellite intact, Rand is offering Caledonia the Stargate. Rand is offering the gate and a limited ceasefire, so all those from Caledonia who do not want to follow fortune and wish to seek refuge on another planet may do so. They want us to leave our home, our planet. Oh, that's no deal at all. Are you sure about this? I got a clean shot at this thing, and I am in favor of taking it. Listen, Rand built the satellite in less than a year, and I can tell you the resolve is pretty steady. If we blow this one up, they're just going to build another. As far as the Caledonians go, well... Sam, you're just going to have to explain to them that the Priors may not give them much choice, regardless of what Rand decides to do. I've seen the Priors wipe out an entire planets for refusing to follow the Ori. You will not fight them with us. Well, we would try, but honestly, there's only so much we can do. Will the Prior not follow us wherever we go? Maybe, but for now... Look, this offer's not going to be on the table long, and... I realize there's a lot to be worked out, but at least it's a start. At the very least, Rand now believes that you have the ability to disable the satellite whenever you which they will surely counter in time. Are they going to take the deal? Camera shots of everyone's faces. Everyone's tense. Minister? Tell Colonel Mitchell to call it off. Okay. Whew, they're going to take the deal. Flu leader, this is Carter. Minister Chaska is requesting that you stand down. All right, Jackson. But you folks better be damn sure about this. So the fighter turns away and goes back to the Earth. Ooh, and the power comes back up, so it's just in time. Backup power is online. Satellite control has been reestablished. Sensors detect the Earth's ship is veering away from the target. Okay, whew. Everything's fine. Activate the shields. The ship is no longer a threat. Power the weapon. What? Target the Caledonian Capitol building. Sir, perhaps we should take a moment to abide by my authority. Power the weapon now. Powering the weapon. 
sensors detect the weapon shields have become active. Jackson, what's going on down there? Oh the satellite boy. Is powering up its weapon and targeting the planet. Any deal? President Nadal, explain your actions immediately. President Nadal! You gave your word! I gave my soul to the Ori, who offered us all salvation. Anyone who rejects that is a fool! They are all Caledonians, for God's sake. They all deserve to die long before the prior showed us the path to enlightenment. Shut down the satellite. Don't listen to him. Now! Arrest the commander. Stand down! I won't let you do this, Nadal. Do as I say! Now the commander and the guards, everyone's shooting each other. Oh, but the president's been shot by the commander. Put your weapons down! Now! Get a medical unit here. Go! Go! And the informant guy is now in charge, because he used to be like the third in command of the place. Oh, shut down the sunlight. He's dead. You heard him. The president is dead. Commander Pernod is next in command. He's also the one who killed the president. The president violated an international treaty. You want to be the one responsible for destroying a city full of people when this goes to tribunal? Shut it down, now! Oh, they're shutting down the satellite, thankfully. Thankfully. Help's coming in. The deal will stand. It's funny that he says they were in charge of violating an international agreement when there's only two countries on this planet because it's like a fake planet. That's good. Hey, I haven't seen you since the memorial service. Yeah. All right, we're back at Stargate Command in Daniel Jackson's office. Okay. Whew. Yeah, it is a rough day, Mitchell. Where have you been? I, um... Hand-delivered Landry's letter to Colonel Pendergast's wife and kids. They need to know that he died saving his crew. That his death matters. Well, oh. 76 people survived. That's a, a testament to his leadership. 76 out of 115. We never would have got off that planet if you hadn't brokered the deal. So I take it then you haven't heard. Heard what? Soon after we left, the talks broke down. And? And we've been unable to make contact with General Landry had the Daedalus reroute on its way back from Atlantis. It seems the Caledonians weren't content to just leave their fair planet. Oh. They launched an attack. And Rand responded. The Stargate is presumed buried in the rubble. Oh. Well, that's a heavy end, folks. They all shot each other to death. And then they all shot each other to death again. <sighs> well, we've got 20 seconds left on the the pizza but it automatically goes to next episode so we're at uh, this one's called off the grid everyone's wearing not military uniform outfits what did you say to them 
Obviously, it didn't go so well. They're running back to the gate. The classic way to start any Stargate episode is just like someone shooting at them as they run back to the gate. Alright, hold on. Let's get this pizza out of the oven. Let's see. Oh, that looks good. I guess we gotta let it cool. I can't tell you how it tastes, so I'm just gonna let it cool for a little bit. Um, and um, just to let you know, just to let you have a little insight as to how my day is, we're just gonna watch another Stargate. This is what I'm gonna do pretty much all day. Because um, I was thinking to myself, hey, I should, I should make some podcast episodes. I should, I should do that. I should produce a little bit. Get those creative juices flowing. But lately I've been programming a whole lot, so, which is like, I mean, that's that's creating things. Um, but it's not creating podcasts for y'all. Uh, but then, oh, I started watching Stargate, and it's got 10 seasons, so I just, I mean, I just, I can't stop watching. I've got to keep going through until it's all, until it's all been watched. But uh, I'm going to watch a little more Stargate with you, and that'll be... Then we can kill two birds with one stone. I did advise that you are most unlikely drug smuggler, Colonel Mitchell. Oh, can they, we please just fall back to the gate? They pretended to be drug smugglers, I guess. The uh They're all shooting guns at each other. Oh no, the Stargate and the DHD just got dialed away. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So how long do we how long do we let it the pizza cool I wonder Um how long have we been recording Oh 119 minutes No 1 hour 19 minutes I love the Stargate opening music it's so good We got Ben Browder as Colonel Cam Mitchell also known for his work on Farscape Amanda Tapping uh, after this show, she did Sanctuary. Christopher Judge, who I think does the voice of um, God of War guy, Bo Bridges, Bo Bridges, who I re read his name wrong every time. Michael Shanks is Daniel Jackson. I think he was on. Um, I think he was on Burn Notice and other guest roles and stuff after after this show. Stargate's been off the air for a while. Uh, exterior shot, Cheyenne Mountain Complex, eight hours earlier, it says. Biohazard containment unit holds one thing of corn. Looks a lot like corn. I always thought it was indigenous to North America. 
be pretty damn tasty if it's causing all this fuss. I believe Lieutenant Mooney described it as sweet corn heaven. What's his condition? He's still craving it, sir. He didn't even want to leave the planet. I had to restrain him to get him back here. It's amazing. Obviously, you never had my grandma's cornbread and black-eyed pea. Okay, so it's addictive no. corn. Um, what about the rest of the population? Were they demonstrating any of the same addictive behaviors? Everybody was fine when we first got there. The fight broke out in the marketplace when supplies ran low, and my men and I had to move in to restore order. That's what made Mooney want to taste in the first place. I just didn't think it would... It's all right. What does Dr. Lee have to say about it? He's still analyzing the sample now, sir, to determine whether or not it's naturally occurring. It makes me wonder if the aura have something to do with this. Get all the population jonesing for space corn. Space corn! I don't know. I also do not believe that to be likely. It doesn't really fit their ammo, does it? Besides, there was no evidence that a prior had ever been there before. In the last session of the Interim Council, several Jafar leaders complained of erratic behavior on several planets. We did not suspect tampering with the food supply. Oh, Were no. We able to determine where this casa came from. Uh, I pressured one of the vendors for a gate address, but to be honest, I don't know if it's accurate. It's worth checking out, sir. Okay. Find out what you can. So they, that's, this is how they found the gate address of where they went. With their biohazard corn. Okay. They've snuck up on a guy, like a farmer guy. Oh, he's eating the sweet corn. You're testing the produce, huh? Please. I have two daughters. Don't worry, we're not going to hurt you. Who are you? What do you want? We're looking to buy some casa. It is available at every market. We're looking for a sizable quantity. I can maybe spare you one or two cards full. Huh. How much for the whole field? This is not the way the Alliance does business. As in the Lucian Alliance? What other alliances do we know? Maybe. The Lucian Alliance will know you have come. They have eyes everywhere. Great. Because we're looking to set up a meeting. Maybe you can arrange that. Worrell returns this afternoon. Worrell okay. is... This is his land, his crop. He lives in a house just up the road. Well, tell him Mr. Shaft would like to meet Vanilla. Any specific time, or should I just walk off all afternoon? I will arrange it. Okay. I must warn you, I will not take kindly to your request. What's your presence? Uh, I love, I love the, the concept of these, like, weird farmers that they meet on these alien worlds. Um, what the hell was that? What was what? We're supposed to stay under the radar. Yeah, and under the radar. Such technology. See, when he's right, he's right. Sam has a point. We're not equipped to take these guys on right now. I have no intention of taking anybody on. I'm just going to pose as a buyer. You pose as a buyer. Guy, you do not strike me as a drug dealer type. In fact, you're not even close. I think I'm as close as you are. Come on, you're miles away. Teal, which one of us is closer? I believe the three of you to be equidistant. Oh, please, Mary <laughs> Thomas is not even in the room. <laughs> neither are you. Because I'm going. 
Okay. Can I ask some questions? So no one's a drug dealer according to Teal'c. I know what I can. Tell them the price is too high and then I tail it out of there. Cameron, this is a bad plan. This is a bad idea. It's been four hours now. When do we call this thing? These outfits, uh, I don't know how they have, we have weird space gangster outfits that match what the Lucian Alliance, like, like their outfits match the people that they're meeting. Man, I told you about. So where are they getting, that. where is everyone getting all these hey. outfits? This guy doesn't have a shirt, but he does have a vest. You must be Worrell. He's got a fur neck. Fancy friends, looking. Mister? I figured you'd rather deal one-on-one. -on -one. Call me Shaft. Who told you Casa was grown here? Uh, my business. You get to know the right people. What right people? You know, the good, hard-working type. Tell you what you want to know, then disappear. All right, so the, the drug dealer guy is spreading his men out to look for the rest of SG-1. You can go. We'll talk inside. Okay. Greg? going inside. If we remain here, we will be discovered. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. And by inside, apparently that's not, there's no roof. It's like a walled-off courtyard. You think I carry a weapon? Enough. All right, mister. What can I do for you? I represent a coalition of seven planets with a combined population of 30 million casa-hungry souls. We're looking for a supplier. I don't have that kind of inventory. No, nobody does. That's why I need more than one. So if you could just refer me... Refer you? Higher up. So you wish to speak to my superior? I think our needs are big enough to warrant his attention. Okay. Our needs. Our needs. Oh, no! They didn't buy that line. Well, that didn't look good. Just exactly who do you think you are? I already told you my name. Mister. Actually, it's just Shaft. Mister is more of a courtesy title, so if you could just pass it along to your superiors, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> when he said Mr. Shaft, they didn't know that that was a title. Funny. How many planets did you say again? Seven. Seven planets. One of them's actually a moon, so... So 30 million potential customers. And you need me to arrange a meeting with my superior. See, now... You're selling yourself short. Oh, he doesn't buy it because he thinks he's too small time. And that Cameron has to be lying. Yeah, I think he's in trouble. Ooh, but the people that are looking around for SG-1 have found it. I don't know who blocked this shot, but because of the... Uh... <laughs> Because of the way it's set up, they can just barely see the courtyard, and Cameron is, like, just out of reach. Oh, okay, immediately cut to... We don't see how he... How, how they got him out. We just cut to them being back at the gate. The the opening scene that we saw at the start. Look, obviously, it didn't go so well. And so we're replaying footage that we saw earlier. But we're kind of speeding through it. 
the gangsters are chasing them through the woods. Daniel Jackson's hiding in the cover. Then he starts dialing. Sam, Cameron, and Teal'c are in cover shooting back while Daniel Jackson is dialing the gate. And then the gate gets beamed away. What's taking so long? And they're like, what's taking so long? And then and then the DHD gets beamed away. Just hurry up and open the dam! Uh-oh. Okay. Someone. Okay, here's an obvious question. You're surrounded! Drop your weapons! Okay. Well, they're definitely surrounded. Oh, they're really surrounded. Like an extra whole group came up out of the bushes. To Cheyenne Mountain Complex. Two hours, sir. Colonel Mitchell's never missed a check-in. Chevron 5 encoded. General Landing, sir. I just spoke with Dr. Lee. He's determined the plant contains a highly addictive psychostimulant. Which just confirms what we already knew. But we didn't know it as engineered, which means it didn't evolve naturally. Chevron 6 encoded. So they're trying to dial the planet to find out why Cameron hasn't checked in. Chevron 7 will not lock. Why not? I don't know, sir. I'm not showing any malfunction at this end. Run a diagnostic and try again. Yes, sir. And they can't dial the gate because, of course, there is no gate there anymore. The infamous SUR. Everybody, this is Worrell. Trust me, mister. You won't get the <laughs> He back. keeps calling him mister. Actually, it's Mitchell. Cameron. It's hilarious. Tried to explain the, uh, Mr. How did you steal the Stargate? What? How did SG1 you steal the Stargate? If shows up on my little backwater planet and the Stargate vanishes, I'm not a fool. Perhaps not. But we are not responsible. You know what, friends? I think it's time to go have a check on that pizza. That's our main action's over. Hold on. Spatula. Where did my... Oh, crap. Friends, I left the oven in the other room. I think. Did I leave the oven mitt in the other room? Ah, oh, here it is. Here's the oven mitt. Right on top of my manga linear algebra book. Uh, okay. Now we carefully spatula the pizza off of the pizza tray. There we go. Let me get the pizza cutter. Now the 
biggest plate that I have can fit about half a pizza on it comfortably. So we're gonna have one serving and that serving is half a pizza. Oh, okay, here we are. Uh, Stargate SG-1 Season 9, Episode 16, Off the Grid, resuming where we just were. Everyone's been captured, and uh, they're talking to the guy who's like, why are you here? We were here on a reconnaissance mission. Ah, so Recon. we were done slaying system lords and decided to move on to more pressing agricultural concerns. That's exactly it. Corn patrol. <laughs> Oh, I have a question. He hits Cameron in the Why face. Why did we make the gate magically disappear before we had a chance to escape through it? Jackson pulled. timing. Jackson That's is like. That's the single stupidest thing I've ever heard. Do things always go according to plan in your world, Dr. Jackson? No, not usually, no. Then I would guess this is another one of those times. <laughs> That's good. Did you, did you guys all catch that? He's like, why would we make the gate disappear before we went through it? And he's like, bad timing. And he's like, that'd be the stupidest thing. And he's like, yeah, but does the timing always work out? Maybe your timing was just bad again. And until my Stargate is returned, things will continue to go wrong. We've made repeated attempts to connect, sir. There's no signal whatsoever. It's gotta be a problem with the off-world gate. Get me Colonel Emerson on board the Odyssey. Yes, sir, right away. Okay. Sir, I have General Landry for you. On screen. Okay. How goes the shakedown? Ninety percent of our primary systems are up and running, sir. Care to take a ride? Another time. I just need you to tell me that your hyperdrive is part of that ninety percent. You've lost contact with SG one. They were on P six G four five two. Estimate twenty two hours, sir. I wouldn't want to go into battle just yet, but I think we can reach 452 and extract SG-1 inside of a day. Glad to hear it. I assume they have the new locator chip implant. They were the first after the events on Tegalus. I can't think of a better first operational mission for the Odyssey than to bring home SG-1. Neither can I, Colonel. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Landry out. Major Marks, set a course for P6G-452. Yes, sir. Attention all decks. This is Emerson. All right. So, the previous chip in the previous episode was the Prometheus. Pleasure, sir. An X303. This is a, the Odyssey, which is an X304. It's a much flatter type of ship. Um, but it's pretty good. Instead of having like six fighters, it has like 10 or 12 fighters. Are things continuing to go wrong for you, Dr. Jackson? Hmm. It's within your power to change that. Torturing us is not going to get you. French, this pizza is so good. I don't want to torture you. In fact, if you tell me the location of the Stargate, I'm prepared to release you. Oh, you are not. I can't. Can you believe he just said that? You've already blown your chance. Whoever took your Stargate is So gone. even Carter has some marks on her face, like she's been punched, but we didn't get to see her punched on screen because you don't punch ladies on screen in American TV. Someone is stealing Stargate? Well, four that we know of, sir, according to the Toker dispatch. Which could explain why we haven't been able to dial 452 and contact SG-1. Exactly, sir. In fact, the Trust tried this once with our gate. Isn't any 
Gaul mothership or similar class vessel capable of taking a gate? Not with Asgard beaming technology, which one eyewitness apparently confirmed is the method being used. Send an encrypted data burst of all available intel to Colonel Emerson on board the Odyssey. Yes, sir. Oh, and Chief, call Peterson Air Base. I need to take a little trip to Area 51. Right away, sir. Okay, so someone's stealing a bunch of Stargates. Someone with Asgard teleportation. But probably not the Asgard themselves. Because the Asgard are usually pretty benevolent. General, they told me you were coming, but I didn't believe them. I said, I don't believe you. Well, here I am. You come visit a condemned prisoner empty-handed? This and is I a good old prisoner they have. But if you tell me what I need to know... He's like a Gualold super scientist. <clears throat> I'll arrange a feast. The likes of which you have not seen since you set foot on this planet. I do not use the word lightly. He's also basically addicted to food. And so he's tempting him with food is a good way to get him to talk. Someone out there is stealing stargates. I need to know who, how, and why. Beamed right off the planets with Asgard technology, as far as we know. Well, that must be maddening for you. Um, it is. I already have an idea who it might be. Well, if you're so smart, what do you need me for? I have a theory. I still need some answers. But such a quandary must be worth more to you than a single solitary indulgent meal. Perhaps we could discuss my dietary requirements on a more permanent every minute you waste trying to negotiate i take one item off the menu can we talk over appetizers oh General. he's leaving Oh man, the evil bad guy stuff has beaten up SG-1 so much his hands are getting tired. And then Daniel and Cam are both like, oh, hey look, we get beat up all the time. But again, like Teal'c is a tough guy and then Sam can't really admit on air that these men are punching her in the face. So we're just left to imply that. You. I no longer have any reason to keep you alive. No, wait, I, I, I can think of a reason. We're more valuable alive. Oh. Yes, we're more valuable alive. We're more valuable alive, that's the reason. Yeah, good work, Sam. My instructions were quite clear. Oh, he has instructions from someone. Take care of Mr. Shaft last. I want him to watch the others go first. Your deaths will serve as a warning to your people never to meddle with our operations in the future. All right. So the, the grunts, who are all extras and not being paid to have any lines, are getting ready to shoot SG-1. The chicken is most rubbed and delicious. It's, wild, it's called turkey. 
turkey, another rare delicacy. Oh yes, the Gwawul doesn't know about what animals live on Earth, so they keep telling him that chicken and turkey and other things are rare delicacies. Patience near us. Well, you already know who it is. So it is Ball. Of course it's Ball. Well, of course it's Ball. Why is he doing it? Yeah, why would he steal gates? You tell me. Ah, maybe there's no need to go into the third and fourth courses. No, gentlemen, no, 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 no. I meant that as the most sincere form of flattery. You are one of the more intelligent human beings I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. And I assure you, General, that this meal has just begun. Oh, and there's actually... I'm glad to hear that. I can see in all the plates he has spread out, there's some pizza. So, so him and me are... Are connected. The other three had nothing to do with this. I was running the operation. Worrell knows this. Tommy, get back here. Oh, they got beamed away at the very last second. SG-1. I'm Colonel Paul Emerson. Welcome aboard the Odyssey. Thank you, sir. How about that timing, Jackson? Good timing. Oh. Let's get these people out of these bindings into the infirmary. A little, a little tiny bit of uh, stage error. The amount of blood on their face differed kind of vastly between when they were beamed up off the planet and when they did the scene up on the ship. Sorry. I know you people have been through a lot. Yeah, we'll live. All right. Over. So everyone's getting dressed back in normal uniforms. A few hours ago. We're in the ship's briefing room. Damn, Ball's been busy. He's been gathering up stargates from all over the sector for the last several weeks. Yeah, we saw one of them disappear. Do we know why? Not yet, nor do we know where he is. What are the Lucian Alliance? For the moment, General Landry considers this our top priority. Where's he getting his intel? Deep Space Carrier is the, is the ship classification of the Odyssey. Such intelligence cannot be considered reliable. Not sure. Nearest did work for Ball for centuries. It's a good place as any to start. And General Landry can be pretty persuasive when he needs to be. Oh, there's a Here cheese platter. The most atrocious table manners of any person I've ever met. General, please. The food has gone everywhere. It's up on the bars of the jail cell. My appearances. I'm not human. Oh, my goodness. Why does Ball want a dozen stargates? Nearest? Dessert! <laughs> Young man, you have positively read my mind. Come in, come in. Make mm, room for dessert. Just put... Ooh, what a... It's uh, frosted cupcakes, Twinkies... Uh... Frosted cakes! Ah. Well, you're so clever, you figured out the perpetrator. What do you think? We assume he intends to offer them back to the planets he's stolen them from. In exchange for some form of payment. You're not very intelligent, are you, General? Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> He's not well, you ransoming these stargates. Small, that's all. You've got to think more like a goon. What is it that Ball once had? Power? Think of it. Now think of what he has lost. He's lost a powerful empire. He's starting over. Precisely. See? There's still hope for you yet. See, some time ago, Ba came to me looking for a way to rebuild 
in the event that the Jafar ever succeeded in conquering the Garul. Now, I had been studying the Stargate system for months to help you defeat the replicators, incidentally, and I stumbled upon a way to disable the Coriolis update. So you could move a Stargate and not have it transmit its new position to the rest of the network. Precisely. Oh! It would seem that Baal has put my research into practice. So Baal is making a private Stargate network. I have a theory, General, but no assortment of cheeses, however delicious, could possibly compel me to tell you that. What did you have in mind? My freedom. Absolutely not. Once he has set the program for the impossible to detect. Your freedom just isn't on the table, Nerus. But I'm sure there is something else we can offer. My dear Jeff, I rarely say this, but please take it to heart when I say oh. that for the moment, I'm full. Okay, so we're we see a bunch of Hatak in orbit above a planet. I think it's supposed to be Dakara. Oh no, these are Lush, this is the Illusion Alliance Hatak vessels, uh, the big motherships that look like pyramids with um, skirts. What were you thinking, Warrell? Please don't kill me. Why would I do that? The last time I heard you say that to someone, they. I'm just stunned. But you would honestly believe that SG-1 would steal the gate and trap themselves on the planet? Well, oh yeah, that was a dumb plan. You had them for almost... Folks, <clears throat> I know that we've eaten that half a pizza, but we're just going to get a little more gluttonous and open up uh, a monster energy drink. This one is uh, called Chaotic Flavor. I got this along with that uh, Papillon flavor that we had the other day. Um, this also is orange with some butterflies on it, although less butterflies. There's also like paint flecks um, and some circles and some sort of graffiti signatures and stuff. So I don't know, I don't know what chaotic flavor is supposed to be, but, um, but we're gonna try it. Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Mmm. 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 Okay. So I would describe this as, um, like, uh, like those, those, um, spree, you know, spree candies? They're the kind of like the, the little chewy tablets. If you had a bunch of the fruity ones, like, like the, the reds and the purples, it's like a fruity spree type of flavor. Um, but... I mean, of course, it's a drink rather than, than a, like a dry candy. So it's it's like it doesn't... Your mouth feels good when you drink this. I would... Um, I'm going to... We have preliminary endorsement of chaotic flavor. And, I, and we're going to keep playing the episode. I think... Um, I think I think this is a good monster flavor. But we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll have some more as we watch. Two days And now two-thirds of our crop will rot uselessly. If we could bring in cargo ships. Cargo ships. You have any idea how many it would actually take? I promise. I will avenge this. 
Don't worry about SG-1 on Earth. They have little consequence. Okay, so the Lucian Alliance the don't care about SG-1 on Earth. Find out who really took the Stargate and get it back. Oh, they don't know that it's Ball yet. Well, don't bother returning yourself. They know that it's not... They know that it's not Earth, but they don't know who did it. And, uh... The, the leader of that one planet <laughs> is now yeah, the little the small man of, uh, sucking up to the main, main leader. Yes! Uh, a, a most generous point to concede in our negotiation, General. Consider it a going away present. Well, I'm touched. Yes, well, I admit it took some convincing. So they're going to let the well, world go. Superiors can sometimes be difficult. They do have reason not to trust you. Yes, but, but you did... You, you did convince them that it was a fair bargain. Me giving the coordinates for my freedom. Unless, of course, you don't intend to honor. I think you know by now I'm a man of my word. Oh, oh yes, of course you are. Then you should have no trouble believing me when I say that if you're lying about these coordinates, there will be nowhere in this galaxy for you to hide. Oh, I believe you. I'm glad. Farewell. Okay, so they let him go because he told them where Ball's thing is. And he has two giant suitcases worth of cupcakes that he's taking with him through the gate. Putts. <laughs> Putts. That's funny. Should I dial the coordinates you left, sir? No, it's probably a black hole or worse. If I've learned one thing in this command, it's never to trust a Ga'uld, especially if his name is Nero's. Yes, sir. So they're not going to try those coordinates at all. Uh, now, friends at home, why did they let him go away through the gate? Come here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause it. I want you to, I want you to think. If they know that the coordinates are bad, why did they let him leave? Well, they let him leave with two cases full of cupcakes. Maybe that's important. We're picking up a subspace signal from the beacon. That was fast. Excellent. You're right. He went back to Ball. Send the coordinates to Odyssey ASAP. Yes, sir. He went. Sir, if you don't mind my asking. How did we plant the beacon on Nehru's? Yes, sir. It was a piece of cake. It was a piece of cake. It was actually inside the cases, and then he might have even eaten it. It's a set of coordinates. Wow. But probably. Is indeed persuasive. Colonel, is the Odyssey ready to fight? Shields only been tested in simulations, but our weapons and navigation are online. Let's take him down. All right. So this is an, uh, an X-304 is the class of this ship, and there's actually this is the second X-304 that Earth has produced. The Daedalus is also being used in the other show, Stargate Atlantis. Why have you returned? My old friend, you, you won't be deeply I'm capable of wounding you much more deeply. Oh no! Ball isn't happy I with Nerys coming back. You, you actually believe that, that I would defect to the Aura? 
Temporary lapse of judgment. Hmm. Is Ball gonna believe him? Oh, he does. He waves off the guards, pointing the guns. I am a genius, you know. <laughs> so you insist. Yes, and so I have proven in my service to you time and time again. Do you know how many stargates I had to go through to get here? Aha, five stargates! And that kind and naive general promised me anyway he gave me his word that he would follow me. If you wish to return to my court nearest, you shall have to prove yourself. How? Find me planets suitable for my new empire. I'm ready to begin anew. Well, first I must recover from Mark. Oh! Some of the other ball clones walk past, and it's all spooky. Would be wise not to defy me, nearest. Things have changed considerably since you left. From what little we know of Ball's ship, there's only one cargo hold big enough to store the Stargates. That's here. We beam onto the ship, make our way to the cargo hold, and tag the gates with these suckers. Locator beacons. They only operate through subspace, so they shouldn't be detected. Once we lock onto their signal, we beam back the gates, beam ourselves out, and hopefully be gone before Ball knows the difference. But won't Ball be able to detect the Odyssey? And even if they don't, how do you beam through his shields? Let's just say that's been taken into consideration. So we see Nessus is messing around with a bunch of controls. General Landry had Dr. Lee program a virus into several of Nearest's devices. Oh. As soon as he interfaces one of them with the ship, it should kill all their systems. Shields, sensors, weapons. Colonel Emerson, this is flight deck. We're coming out of hyperspace now, sir. Understood. We're on our way. All right. So Nearest has his stuff uh, tampered with. Oh, they're just leaving the locator beacons oh, sitting on the conference ahead, table. I guess they must it? have a lot of locator Maybe beacons. Sir, but I am receiving a subspace locator code. It was programmed to transmit when the virus went active. Nearest didn't waste time for a change. Oh. <clears throat> what is happening? The hot talk is being disabled. Have failed. How can that be? I have limited power back online. Looks like the systems are being disrupted from within the ship. Even the doors don't open properly. Come with me. They're like big old Death Star style blast doors, and they're only like 50% open, so you gotta step over the little slidey bits. You know, the diamond blast doors that they got at the Death Star, the slidey bits. Okay, so some guards walk past down a hallway. This way. And then SG-1 beams into the empty hallway. It's all dark, except there's like little brazier torches everywhere. Station within beaming range. <clears throat> so there's just enough spooky firelight. Ah, Ball comes in. It's just a teeny tiny virus. 
to where Nasus is. Ooh, Ball takes one of the staff weapons from his Jaffa. Oh! He's not shooting the console. He's shooting Nessus. I don't suppose there's anything I can say. Okay, nothing he can say. Cut away. Alright, Tilk has a gun in each hand. He's leveled up, he's taken two up in fighting. They're trying to be sneaky, so they're not shooting the Jaffa as soon as they sh see them. We have an intruder on the ship. Okay, so the SG-1's getting into the big cargo bay where all the gates must be. Oh, boy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're going to need more locators. Oh, there's a lot of gates. Honestly, they're not like in little holders or anything. They're just kind of leaning against the wall. They're like 64,000 pounds each. I wouldn't let a 64,000 pound metal ring just go around in my starship that's gonna get like jostled around as it goes into hyperspace and stuff. I'd put it in a little holder. Okay, so they blast a whole bunch of Jaffa in the hallway. What is it? Sir, another three motherships just dropped out of hyperspace. Oh no, more Hatak are showing up! Hatak vessel, this is Natan of the Lucian Alliance. Surrender now, or you will be destroyed. Oh! It's not Ball's reinforcements, it's the Lucian Alliance. Lucian Alliance, this is Colonel Emerson, commander of the Earth vessel Odyssey. Please respond. Sir, they powered up weapons. Target appears to be Ball's ship. SG-1. Well, the illusions are going to shoot at Ball's ship. They, uh, they're not beaming away any of the gates yet. They should start beaming the, away the gates, like, immediately, I think. Well, maybe they don't know which locators are in Sam's hand and which ones are gates. We are attempting to proceed with the mission. Be advised, Lucian Alliance just showed up. Keep them up against all of them with an untested ship. They're targeting Ball's ship. We gotta get you out of there now. That's a negative. I'm still tagging the gates. Colonel, without shields, Ball's ship won't be able to withstand anything. We know. Thank you. SG-1 out. All right. Oh my gosh, how many gates? We've seen her tag like 10, 15 gates already. Managed to restore sensors and communications. Detecting four other ships in close proximity. What? We're being hailed. Put them on screen. This is Natan of the Lucian Alliance. You have cargo that belongs to us. You 
You will surrender it and your ship now. You are in no position to make such demands. You have no shields and no weapons. Surrender immediately or prepare to be boarded. Go ahead and try. Okay, Ball seems un unexpectedly confident. Target weapons and hyperdrive engines. So the Lucian Alliance begins firing upon Ball's ship, and the ship is pounding. The Lucian Alliance vessel is open fire. Taking a pounding. G1, stand by for extraction. Attaching the last beacon now, go! Activating transport. They're grabbing a bunch of gates. Oh, the shields went back up. I've managed to restore shields. Sir, we've got a problem. Foul shields just went back up. You're gonna have to sit tight. We can't sit for long! Fall back! Teal'c does a cool move where he like shoots down both directions of the corridor at the same time by pointing one of his guns in each direction. Bring us about. Captain, fire forward rail guns at the lead ship. Looks like we're gonna be testing our shields. Wait, why is the Odyssey firing at the Lucian Alliance? That doesn't make any sense. Basic, report. Shields are holding but down 11%, sir. The Lucian Alliance ship shows minimal damage. What about Val's ship? Can we get him out of there yet? Negative, sir. They should, they should shoot at Ball's ship. Come on, Colonel. This is bad strategy. You just need to tear down the shields. Carter. I have an idea. Uh, Carter's looking at the DHD. Covering fire! Forget weapons. Bring our hyperdrive online. My lord, I'm showing imminent shield failure. Sir, ball ship just lost shields. Get him out of there now. Hangar deck, report. Sir, we've got all the gates but one. We couldn't get a lock on its beacon. What about SG-1? Negative, sir. Ah, what did they do, friends? We know what they did. The hot talk explodes. Ball ship has been destroyed. Concentrate all weapons fire on the Earth vessel. All three Lucian Alliance vessels are targeting us now, sir. Engage hyperdrive. The Odyssey runs. That's right, SG-1 gated away, because they had a whole bunch of Stargates! That's the name of the show! Glad to see you. I'm a little surprised <clears throat> to see you come through the gate. Colonel Carter successfully reprogrammed one of the DHDs in Ball's cargo hold so that we could, in fact, escape. Well done. With your permission, sir, we should let the Odyssey know that we're okay. They probably fear the worst. The worst? Uh, that we were blown up on Ball's ship when the Lucian Alliance attacked, sir. So the Stargates were destroyed. No, hopefully the Odyssey managed to beam the gates off in time. An eventful few days. Very eventful. Brief in one hour. We have got the best jobs in the world, don't we? I'm gonna get the shower. I'm gonna find a doctor. We are indeed suitably employed. <laughs> suitably employed. I love that. Cameron's looking at his cool big gun. Fade to black. End of episode.
Oh, that was good. I'm going to watch the next episode, but you're not going to watch it with me, friends. Um, this has been a good time, and I hope that all of you have a, have a good rest of your day. This is... I'm going to try to put this up, like, as soon as I'm done with this, but, like, it's going to take a little bit, because Audacity is not the fast at, you know, encoding and recoding and stuff. So it'll be a few minutes, but then but then you'll be hearing hearing me. Hey friends, how's it going? It's Esperanto time. We're focusing on um, animals, it looks like. Got, got no crowns in animals. Um, and, oh yeah, this makes sound, so I should use my headphones. Let's see. Dude, headphones. There we go. Okay. Animals. Ooh, this is also five lessons, so we'll just do three and then do some countries or food stuff. Um, animals one, the suffix id for offspring. Id is a suffix that refers to the young of an animal or more rarely of a plant. So kato, if you apply id to it, making it katido, it goes from cat to kitten. Hundo, dog, uh, goes to hundido, puppy. Uh, duo is the name given by Duolingo to its mascot, the green owl. It is not the word for owl in Esperanto. The Esperanto word for owl is strigo. The suffix in, uh, making a female. When it comes to animals, the root form of an animal, uh, bovo, is gender neutral. Therefore, the word bovo does not specify whether the animal is a bull or a cow. A bovino specifies a cow. To make this unambiguously male, you need to add vir in front of it. Thus, vir bovo is a bull. Uh, this is particularly difficult in English because there is no gender neutral term for you can say a bovine, but like nobody says that. Um, all right, let's start the lesson. Which of these is pig? Porkle. Porkle. Which of these is horse? Chevalo. Chevalo. Hodiaŭ ni lernas la nomojn de bestoj. Okay, so today we learned the names of animals. Besto is animal. Bestoy. Bestoy is animals. All right, chicken. Coco. Coco. Once again, I am hoisted by my inability to remember to silence my phone before I hit record. Uh, which of these is egg? Ovo. Ovo. Chuporco y manjas ovoin. Uh, let's see. Chuporkoi manjas ovoin is, uh, do pigs eat eggs? Uh, are, are pigs eating? Uh, chumanjas is, I guess, are, I'm going to go with are pigs eating eggs. No, we'll do. Do pigs eat 
eggs. I guess. Ovoj de kokoj estas blankaj aŭ brunaj. Ovoj de kokoj, so uh an e- or eggs of chickens are uh white or brown. Eggs of chickens are white or brown. Mi vidas ŝian ĉevalon. Ĉu vi vidas ĝin? Mi vidas ŝian ĉevalon. Ŝi vidas... I I see um, her horse. And then ĉu vi vidas ĝin would be... uh, Do you see it? I see her horse. Do you see it? There we go. La coco estas bela. Mi ŝatas ĝin. La coco estas bella. Mi shatas gin. The chicken is good. I like it. Ooh, that might be probably an eating context. Today we learned the names of the animals. H O D I A WO Ni Learn L E R N. Today we learn la nomoi de bestoi. Oh, la nomoi de bestoi. So, so because we're because we're learning a thing, the thing that we're learning is accusative. But then the best way part is non-accusative because it comes after day. Okay, okay, I'm following. Uh, the children have horses. La in Fanoi Havas Chevalon Chevaloin. La in Fanoi Havas Chevaloin. Sounds right. All right, uh, animals, next one. Abello is bee. Uh, birdo is bird. Mi vidas abelon en la floro. I see a bee in the flower. Musho is fly. Birdoj flugas tre rapide. Birds fly. Very quickly. Birdoj, mušoj kaj abeloj flugas. Birds, flies, and bees fly. Yes, la blua birdo provas vivi. Uh, so, yes, the blue bird uh, provas vivi. Provas. Is that tries? Provas. Yeah, it's tries. Okay, uh, tries, and then Vivi is a new word uh, to live. The bluebird tries to live. Uh, it's correct. It's a little awkward of a sentence, but sure. Multa insectoi povas flugi. Multa insectoi. <sighs> 
We've learned about insecto before. That's like insects. So many insects. Uh, polvas is can. Flugi is uh, fly. So we got that. Yes. La blua birdo provas vivi. Yes, la blua birda provas vivi. Great work. Let's make this a bit harder. Um, yeah, this is the exact same sentence. Good work, Esperanto, of course. Yes, la blua birdo provas um, bb. Many insects can fly. Here we have something that's a little not the exact question we did a moment ago. Uh, Multi-insectoi provas is it provas is can right? Povas. Covas. Povas is can, and then flugi is fly. Many insects can fly. Multi-insectoi. Povas flugi. All right. And our final animals lesson. Uh, which of these is spider? Araneo. Nejas, kai la blanca strigo flugas rapide. Uh, nejas is snowing. It is snowing. And the white owl, strigo is owl, we remember that. And the white owl flies quickly. It is snowing and the white owl flies quickly. Nejas kai la blanca strigo flugas rapide. Strigo estas birdo. Uh, strigo estas birdo. Ji havas belan voston. You no, it has a pretty voston is tail. Um It has a pretty tail. Yeah, that makes sense. It has a pretty tail. Chu araneo flugas. Uh, can spiders fly? La chevela havas belan uh, voston. Other options are vostoi, vostoin, and vosto, but we know we want voston because it goes with belan. Chu crocodiloi kai alligatoroi estas dangerai? Okay. So here we learn about crocodiles. Crocodiloi and alligators. Alligatoroi. Alligatoroi. Um, and the dangerousness of them. Dangerai. Um, are crocodiles and alligators dangerous? 
I think I just forgot about a thing, folks. Let me just double check that. Um... Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel, through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, that is his alligator. So, tu estas lia alligatoro. Other options are to and uh, yeah, the others are to. But so we want tu because that tu picks a particular alligator, not sort of the general. There's like a that for like a particular that one, and then there's like a general that. I don't know. English doesn't have a. It's hard to explain when English doesn't have it. It has the same word for both. Uh, mark the correct meaning. Do spiders fly? Chu aranoi lugas? Are crocodiles and alligators dangerous? Chu uh, crocodiloi. I think I spelled that right. Crocodiloi. Crocodilo. Yeah, don't want to miss any letters. Kai uh, alligatoroi. Alligatoroi. Yeah. Chu crocodiloi kai alligatoroi estas danj iroi. Oh, danjirai. Of course. Danjirai. Dangerai. Chu crocodili kai alligatoroi estas dangerai. Good. It is snowing and the white owl flies fast. Oh, this is one of the earliest ones. Uh, uh, Nejas kai la blanca kai la blanca strigo lugas rapide. Friends, there's some there's some drilling going on outside my house. So, uh, as occasionally happens, I'm going to have to cut off the uh, Esperanto practice today. We got our three new lessons in. Maybe I'll have to do a little bit extra catch-up one of these days on uh, catching up the old stuff so that it can all stay number two. But uh, a little bit more space in our repetition wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, so I'll see y'all later.